Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Are you happy this morning? Do I have to come to the floor to get you happy? <sighs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Well, we're moving in to a new season. Praise God. And as we do every year for I don't know how many years past, we enter the new year with uh, a season of prayer and fasting here at Living Word. Many churches do the same thing. Other churches uh, start at different times. We are actually starting the 8th of uh, January. Give you some time to think about it and get ready. Eat what you want. Come on. Right? <laughs> Hallelujah. We could have started Tuesday, you know. Praise God. But <clears throat> we're going to talk about, uh, minister on, on the subject of fasting this morning. My wife's going to come up at the end, and then we're going to do a little bit more next Sunday. Because it, it's, fasting is one of the most powerful weapons that God has given us. And the modern church has lost the sensitivity and the willingness to fast. We're so carnal and uh, given to appetite and everything else that, uh, you know, we don't really see God. Uh, the early church <clears throat> fasted for 400 years twice a week. Think about that for, for you know. Uh, twice a week for four, up to 400 years, and then it kind of dwindled out. But there is power in fasting. And uh, yes, you do crucify the flesh. There's no doubt about it. But we're basically talking about a Daniel fast. And again, my wife will come up and explain that a little bit more. That's what we call a partial fast, where you, uh, a, a fast, a total fast, a biblical fast that we see in most of the Bible, is the water-only fast. Say, ouch. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, but the Daniel fast. Daniel fasted 21 days and not eating any pleasant food at all. And so that's what we encourage you, the church, to participate in. If you feel to, uh, you know, go on a juice fast or do a water fast for a portion of that, we encourage you to do that also. But basically, it's uh, a Daniel fast that we're going to be. And all of the information about fasting and what we're praying for will be on our website, living-word.net. So all the information, and you can, can, uh, you can connect to that uh, through our app also. Amen? So what does fasting do? Fasting positions us for supernatural victories supernatural victories. One time Jesus said, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Praise God. And so we, we need to understand that there is uh, something that, that God, let's, let's face it, we Americans especially are really given over to appetite. All the commercials on TV, right? Everywhere you turn, food, food, this food, that food, 
I've started my fast early, so I know what it's like to drive by an Italian restaurant and say, boy, some lasagna would really be good right now. <laughs> or just anything. Even asparagus would be good right now. <laughs> but see, it, it's hard to explain. It's just, it unleashes something. It humbles our, ourselves before God. It, it, what it does, it, it aligns us with God's purpose and destiny. And I want you to see this as individually and also as the church. There are things that you need to find out about your destiny, about your purpose, that will only take place as you humble yourself, you seek God, you spend time in prayer and fasting. And we're doing also the church-wide thing. We're going to give you some things that the churches that we at Living Word are believing God for. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6 and verse 16. Now, Jesus said this, and... uh, This is not a suggestion. Now, earlier in this portion of Scripture, he talks about prayer, when you pray. All right? But then he goes on to say in verse uh, 16, moreover, when you fast. He doesn't say if, does he? When you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. For they disfigured their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Surely, I say to you, they have received their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but your Father who is in secret or in the secret place. Amen? And your Father who sees in secret will, what? Reward you openly. So I want us to encourage us right now at the early beginning to write down some of the rewards that we are believing God for. Salvations in your family, breakthrough financially, new jobs, new things, amen? Just just new, amen? I think we need a new spiritual hunger for the things of God. So, of course, when we're corporately fasting like we will be doing, People in the church will know that you're fasting, so you're not really doing it in secret. But what I want to bring out to you that God will reward you for this time that you humble yourself before God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, <clears throat> see, it's, we're so unfortunate we think we know everything. We want to do things our way. But one thing fasting does, it humbles ourselves and it brings us to a place where we get our knees before God and we say, God, what's your way? What's your plan? And I like Proverbs chapter 3, verse 8. It says, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision that you make. Now look at this. This part is very important. This is what happens when you be, begin to fast and you enter into your fast. It says, become intimate with him in whatever you do. Intimacy with the Lord. That's one thing that fasting will bring. Yeah, you know, the first couple days, you probably won't feel anything. You're fighting your flesh. No, I'm not going to eat that. No, I'm not going to, you know, so and so forth. This is a really uplifting message, isn't it? (laughs) Amen? But there'll come a season 
where God will begin to move in you and on you and you'll begin to, to witness an intimacy, amen, and, and his involvement in whatever you do. And it says he will leave you, lead you wherever you go. Hallelujah. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion. Praise the Lord. Undivided. You're giving that time that you're, you know, usually feeding your face. Come on now. To seek God, to open your Bible, to pray, and to worship. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, <clears throat> undivided uh, devotion and avoid everything that's wrong, and then you will find the healing refreshment. Praise the Lord. Healing refreshment your body and your spirit long for. Now, fasting helps you spiritually and it helps you physically. There's medical science that tells you that fasting, and we're not going to get into that part today, but you can look it up online, that there's benefits as far as your health is concerned as you fast. Amen? So God knew this all the time. And that's why when Jesus said, when you fast, not if you fast, he wanted his people to be fine-tuned, amen, both physically and spiritually. Amen? And let's face it, at the end of the year, through Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all of this kind of stuff, we're kind of, you know, sludgy, right? We're just kind of, oh, my God, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but the first of the year, we can retune. We can refine ourselves. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So, <clears throat> Even Jesus fasted before his ministry, and we're not going to get into that, but he fasted 40 days. And the Bible says after he had fasted, and he was tempted by the devil in that time, and so when you fast, you can expect the enemy to come up and knock on your door and, and entice you, and, and people bring you food that don't normally bring you food, invite you out to dinner that don't normally, it happens all the time. Pastor, I baked this wonderful, you know, in Jesus' name, you know. <laughs> So don't bake us anything during that, you know, come on. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> praise the Lord. But <clears throat> Jesus, it says he returned after his fast in the power of the Spirit. Isn't that powerful? How many of you want to walk in the power of the Spirit? Move out of your flesh and get into the Spirit. Let's see, that's what fasting will do for us. And uh, Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I love Isaiah chapter 58. Let's turn over there real fast. This is my favorite fasting chapter. Because some of these things I'm believing for, for myself and also for the church. It says this. It says, rather, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness? How many of you know there are some things in your life that's holding your back? Amen? That's entangling you weights that so easily beset you. And so fasting will loose the bonds of wickedness and undo the bands of the yoke. And there again, that yoke is something that, that weighs you down and you can't run with God like you want to run with God and you can't serve God. You can't be the dad. You can't be the mom. You can't be the, you know, the child that God wants you to be. Amen. 
if you have a yoke, if you're dragging weight around that you shouldn't have. And God said, during this time of fasting, praise God, these bands will be broken and the oppressed will go free and you will break every enslaving yoke. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the yoke is broken by the anointing. So get ready, people, as you begin your fast to expect that anointing, that God's presence to increase in your life. Praise the Lord. And look at some of the other uh, promises here. In uh, verse 8, it says, <clears throat> when, this is when you fast. This is God's will for the fast. It says, then your light will break forth like the morning, and your healing, your restoration, and the power of a new life shall spring forth speedily. Now listen, some of you that are going through physical things, this is one of my confessions. My health will spring forth speedily. Amen. Hallelujah. I just noticed this morning, I didn't tell Pastor Judy, but uh, <clears throat> several, I don't know, months ago, I had a sinus infection and my, my left ear stopped up. And, uh, you know, I took the, the medication that they gave me and uh, I went back to the doctor a couple weeks ago and, and, and she said, well, do this and, and everything. Nothing was, really nothing was helping. And so I've just noticed that this morning, my ear is unstopped. Amen. Because I've been confessing that scripture. My health springs forth speedily. And there are other things I'm believing God for too. So see, that's in the word of God. And as we fast, you've got to keep the word in front of you. And declare it, what you're believing him for. See, still faith is involved. Amen. During your season of fasting regardless if you see anything or not. It says your health will spring forth speedily, your righteousness, your rightness, your justice, and your right relationship with God shall go before you, con conducting you to peace and prosperity and the glory, and we're going to see that this coming year. Amen. Come on now. Amen. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. That means the enemy won't be able to sneak up on you anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. The glory of of the Lord. Praise God. <clears throat> so <clears throat> this coming year, in fact, tonight we're going to be sharing with you some things that we're hearing that God's saying through the prophets that we know and also the words that God has given us as pastors for the church. So you don't want to miss tonight at 630, okay? But see, fasting will uh, bring insights, ideas, concepts, things that, that we don't normally think because, again, we're getting close to God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. And, um, <clears throat> you know, last year we proclaimed uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Remember that? And some of you may have not received everything that you wanted. But this is some of the things that you can actually write down as your open reward. In verse 20, now to him who in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask. So as you begin this fast, you've got to be daring and begin to ask. Hallelujah. He says it's super abundantly far above over, uh, over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond the highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, so I, wa I want to go over with some of the things. Another thing, uh, fasting is a cure for unbelief. 
Just want to throw that out at you. That's in the Bible. Jesus said, this kind goes not out but by prayer and fasting. And he told his disciples when they couldn't cast that, uh, that, that spirit out. He said, you know, oh, give little faith, you know. And uh, <laughs> he, this kind goes not out by prayer and fasting. So it does help the unbeliefs that we might have. Praise God. All right. <clears throat> what we're fasting for is a church. And, and all of these things will be on your website, Okay. Uh, on the church's website, so you need to go, and I would encourage you to go over these things every day, every day. We're going to have special prayer meetings when the fast begins. The last, the fat, last week of the fast, we will be having prayer every night at the church, okay, on the very last week, and we'll be reminding you of that. Okay, <clears throat> okay what, what we're believing for as a church is fresh encounters with God, amen? That fasting for increased favor on our church. And we are believing God for 10 acres for our building, and we are receiving it. Hallelujah. 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 Only God can do it. We can't do it, but God can. Say, God can. God can. There are things that you're believing God for that you can't do it, but God can. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You don't have the ability. All you have to do is believe. Glory to God. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. So fasting for increased favor on our church. Praise the Lord. Living word church will be irresistible to everyone who comes. Amen. Increased presence of God in the service. How many of you already know that we're beginning to see that increase? Amen. The presence of God in our service. Hallelujah. So that's what we're believing for. Abundant harvest of souls. And John 4, 35, Jesus said, do not say four months more. We're receiving it now. Come on, now. Say now. now. Now, praise God, is the harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. And then again, we have church finances. And again, you look at your own. You need to make your own list of things that, that you want to believe God for. And it might be finances. Might be new job opportunities, your family, again, relationships, all of these things. This is a church-based thing, but you need to make your own list for yourself too. Praise the Lord. Amen. So church finances, <clears throat> we need millions of dollars to do what God has told us to do. Some people say, well, you know, why do you take offerings? Why do you ask? Well, because it costs money. We pay $20,000 a month just to be in this building. And that's not everything else. It, the staff, uh, uh, the equipment, we've increased our uh, online presence. That takes money, and, and every week we hear of more things we need to get to upgrade. You know, I mean, we're on a low scale on our cameras and everything else, and we want, you know, I mean, if the world can have the best, why can't the church? Amen. And we need to do things excellently, praise God. And I agree with that. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. So believe God for church finances. Make God supplies all of our needs. So financial breakthrough. <clears throat> We're believing God for an abundant harvest of workers so all of you won't have to be wore out all the time at our special events. How many of you like to have a bigger team, huh? Some more help. Help. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. How many of you know we are packed out at our... Uh, Christmas program and, and everything that we do, Harvest, we just 
And the bigger we get, the more that we need to mobilize to get the job done. So that's going to take people. So we're calling in workers in every area. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, Jesus said, the harvest is indeed plentiful, but the laborers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to force out and thrust laborers into his harvest. Glory. Amen. Uh, what, a couple things I want to, uh, we're believing God for revival in New England. Say revival in New England. Praise God. For, verse 14 of Second uh, Chronicles chapter 7 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, that's what we're going to be doing these 21 days, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will hear, heal their land. Glory to God. Amen. So uh, we're believing God for household, extended families, and every household in our, in our city for deliverance from the power of the enemy. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Glory to God. Uh, we, Pastor Jenae, we, we like the scripture in Esther. And uh, it, it talks about, there was some, if you read the story of Esther, there was some what you would call intercession and some fasting done. There were things done supernaturally that only God could do. And so in Esther chapter 4 and verse 16, it says, Go gather together all the Jews who are in Suda and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. And I and my maids will fast as you do. And when this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Standing in the gap, repenting for the sins of mankind and our fathers as well as our own. Hallelujah. So Esther, she stood in the gap. And I think that's what we need to do as a church and as individuals. There are family members that you have, friends that you want to see come into the kingdom of God. And you need to lay them before the Lord during this time of fasting. And say, I'm standing in the gap on behalf of so-and-so. I'm standing in the gap in behalf of New England. Hallelujah. Amen. God can change things. Praise the Lord. So, uh, again, revival in our city. Chapter, Joel chapter 2. It talks about the, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. We're already seeing it. But, you know, as, as on my heart, and Pastor Judy's going to get ready to come up. On my heart, I want to see signs, wonders, and miracles. I know that we have the presence of the Lord. We, we have joy, and y'all like that, and, and we have a good time. But how many of you like to see some of our people get out of wheelchairs? Amen. Mark? Amen. <laughs> they say, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our daughter Donna, we're believing God for her. Why can't this be the year? Amen. Say now. Now, now, now. is a season. Yes. Now is a time. Hallelujah that God's going to do exploits. And it was all through the book of Acts. And we need to become a book of Acts church. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? So God has not stopped doing miracles, signs and wonders, and what the prophets are saying. We'll talk about this more tonight, that it's going to be uh, greater demonstrations of the power of God, the anointing of God in our church services and upon this land, and we're not going to give up on America. God is not done with America. Hallelujah. And uh, we're going to just rejoice this year and see God do some great and mighty things. So Pastor Judy, come on up.
Amen. We're team teaching today. Oh, that's all right. Right? Yes. Amen. So if I forget something, you'll come back, right? <clears throat> Did you, you have a few more minutes, right? Hallelujah. I have five minutes. No, just kidding. I have five minutes? No, I'm on the clock. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you have all the time you want. There we go. You, you know, I, I can remember when we used to go to the historical places over in Concord, and I don't know, we visited some of those churches, and we would read the history about when they went to church, and they would come to church on Sunday, and they would just stay all day. And at the end of service, the woman would go upstairs and sew and do something with the kids. I can't remember exactly what it was. And the guys would go downstairs to the bar and drink beer all day until Sunday night. <laughs> we don't want you to do that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, it was just, it was just, you know, all day church. You know, sometimes, you know, a lot of people, they think church is just a part of life. But you know what? Church... Jesus is the one that established the church. He said the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The local church right now is the most powerful thing on the face of the earth. I really believe that. We're the ones praying. We're the ones standing in the gap. We're the ones calling on God to move in our land. And the local church is what helps your children to grow up and know God. The local church is, is what ministers to your youth and, and to your life, feeds you the word of God. Amen? Amen? What would we do without a local church? We can go from meetings to meetings, and some meetings are great. But I'll tell you what, there's something about having a home church where you have a pastor that when your baby's born, they're, they're, they're dedicated in church, they're water baptized, they grow up, they get married, they, get, they bring their kids up in school and, and church. Amen? Anyhow, that was just a side that wasn't supposed to be talked about, but I guess that's what the Holy Spirit wanted you to hear. Amen? Hallelujah. But there's a few things, as Pastor was talking about this 21-day fast, and you, this may be your first time here and never heard of anything like this. But there's many different fasts in the Bible. <clears throat> there's fast for breakthrough. There's fast for hearing from God. There's fast for clarity. Uh, the Daniel fast, so you look in the book of Acts, they fasted and prayed and got direction. Um, there's just so many things, Jehoshaphat, so many different fasts. And Jesus didn't say, if you fast, he said, when you fast. Amen? And so it's important that we live a fasted life. But we kick off every year, Living Word kicks off every, every year with a fast, as Pastor talked about. And what, what, you, what you can do, many, there's many different types. The Daniel fast, read about it in G Daniel chapter 10. He, they basically ate fruits and vegetables. They needed to, to hear from God. They needed to uh, make a decision. And, and, and they were not going to bow to the king. It, you got to just read the story, but it, they, they basically ate, he said, I, we ate no, um, no pleasant bread. So, you know, you need to think about what's, in a fast, I think even spinach is pleasant. I don't know, you know, I just, you know, but basically it's fruits and vegetables. Then there's a liquid fast. If you want to go on a fast and, and just do juices and, and uh, water and maybe uh, a healthy shake a day, Whatever you can do. Lots of people these days work 40, 60 hours a week. And you just, you, the important thing is you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit. You have a whole week to pray, <clears throat> to think about it. Don't just put it off. Don't, don't just say, I'm not going to do that. I, I guarantee it will change your life. Now, a lot, of, a lot of things people do during the fast 
is they quit early or they say I don't feel anything or I'm not doing anything. Don't, don't do that because you will not feel much during a fast. You will pray and you will seek God, and you, but usually the breakthrough comes towards the end of the fast or at the end of the fast. So, so don't, you know, don't pay attention to your flesh. You know, and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And, and here's a couple of, of helps for you, okay? Um, one is, if, if, you don't, if you do not already have one, establish a place in time where you pray every day. Maybe you have to, just, just for this 21 days, maybe you, have, maybe, maybe you have a lot of kitties that wake up at 6. Maybe you have to get up at 5. Or maybe you have to go to bed an hour later, or whatever it is. I encourage you to do... Uh, that prayer time in, in the mornings because a lot of times we say, well, especially if you're not used to this because we, we put it off to the end of the day and then it, it never comes. How many of you know what I'm talking about? So find that place. Maybe you have a little spot. It, you, you know, even when we go to hotel rooms, I, I, I throw a pillow in the bathtub and, and go in there and, and, and close the door when, when I couldn't find a place to pray. So there's a place that you can find to go in and, and pray and seek God. So, so that, that's important. That's, that's your meeting place with God. And prayer is critical during the fast um, to, to break through and to see and to hear what God is saying to you. Prayer, prayer is, very, is very critical. So, you know, um, <clears throat> maybe, maybe you don't know how to pray. Um, we have some things on our website. Uh, but also um, just talking to God, just going and talk to him, just, you know, it, it, and, and also have a notebook. Get to, get something special for this fast. Get a little uh, special journal or a notebook. Write down thoughts that come. Even write down your prayers. Write down you know your th you know your thoughts. Uh, you know I, I write I write down everything. So um, and uh, my husband I always I have a million notepads. Sometimes I just have those stickies, you know, and I, and I forgot to bring a notepad in, so I, go, I have like 20 stickies, and I, I label them one, two, three, so I can get and type them out. But anyhow, just write something down and, 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 and write your prayers down, and um, if you need help with prayer, you can see uh, somebody on the way out. I don't, uh, we have people at our information desk and uh, or, or ask any, any one of us, okay, on how to pray. Also, um, so, and then determine what type of fast you will do for the 21 days. Now, that's between you and God, and, uh, and, and, and it, should, it should be a matter of prayer. Like, uh, for instance, uh, when you go before God, when you, when you decide, just say, maybe you're going to do water the first couple of days, or, or maybe you're going to just do the Daniel fast, or maybe I, I've had fasts where I did no meats and sweets. Now, let me just make this clear. Fasting is going without food. <laughs> if, you put, if you shut the TV off, which might help you a little bit for this fast so that you can hear from God, cut out a little bit of the internet and all the distractions. And a lot of the words that the men and women of God that we've been hearing uh, this year is about distractions and, and staying focused on what God has for you. And, and, and so it's important that uh, you decide on that fast which fast and, and pray and ask God what is it what it, what fast is I'm going to do ahead of time, and so you have a place to pray. You're you're, you're you let me just let me just go through my list here so I don't miss anything. Okay, you establish a time to pray and you oh, oh yeah that's another thing is I don't know if I said this but you know what put some worship music on. 
go in there and go before God and, and worship God and praise and, and just, you know, get alone with God and put some worship in, in worship God. And then once you make that commitment, tr- pray and ask God to help you. Pray for his grace. He will help you. You will be amazed. And you know what? I can't get into it this morning, but we, there are so many health benefits. And, and, and I just want to say this. If you've been stuck, if you've been stagnant, if you feel like there hasn't been breakthrough in your home or your family, I'm telling you, you put that on this fast. Because if you're praying and you're fasting, if you want God to visit your home, and you want to see a, a God really move in your home. I'm telling you, it is amazing when God moves in your home. And, and you know it was God. Make a commitment to fast. And then we're also believing God for the church. And like, like I said on, on the website of the things we're believing God for, we're going to be praying for our country. The, and we'll talk more about this next week. And the last week of our fast, okay, there's going to be prayer going on. We'll tell you the prayer times uh, next week. There's going to be prayer going on every week. But the last week of the fast, we're going to have prayer every night, okay? So that you can, we're going to come here every night at 7, and we're going to believe God, and we're going to pray, all right? He, he, honestly, you can sit and listen to this and say, oh, that's just, you know. But I'm telling you, if you're really serious, about God and you really want to change in your life and you really do something, do some kind of fast. Do, uh, like I was saying earlier, I lost my train of thought, but one time I went on a fast and I just didn't eat meats and sweets, you know? But, but don't make it something that doesn't matter. Don't make it something that doesn't matter. And it is going without food. You can't just say I'm fasting TV or I'm fasting this. You got it? Everybody got it? Did that help you a little bit? Amen. Okay. Well, you know what? I just want you to bow your heads for just a moment because you might be here. You might, you might just think, be thinking, oh, man, I went to church and they told me not to eat for 21 days. I, I, I don't know what you're thinking, but you can come and talk to us, all right? But I want to make sure that if you're here this morning and you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that you receive him. The Bible says that our Father God sent Jesus Christ to the to, to the cross. He said, for God so loved you, he said, I loved you, that I gave my only begotten son, that whosoever, say I'm a whosoever, whosoever believes on him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And we're going we're gonna to say a prayer. It's really simple. The Bible says you must confess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart to be saved. Listen, whether you know it or not, we're going to be living forever and ever in eternity. And uh, we're going to get eternity-minded this year. And where you go is what you decide here on earth. And when you decide to receive Jesus, your eternity is going to be spent in heaven. So we're going to say this prayer right now, and I'm going to ask you to to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Let's everybody say that prayer this morning. You know... The Bible says, you know, the Bible Bible doesn't say, but I've heard it said, as you exit one year, you'll enter in the new year. Let's exit this year, having Jesus as the Lord of our life. Say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you now, and I thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I thank you because of what you've done that I am now forgiven and my sins are washed away 
I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and to be my Savior. I thank you today that, that I'm on my way to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that for the very first time, I want you to know that you're on your way to heaven. Every sin is, is forgiven. I remember the first, when I said that prayer, I felt so free that I could be transparent and free, that all my sins were washed away, and that Jesus loved me. Amen? And he loves you this morning. He loves you this morning.